It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to Young Men and Young Women Worldwide Ministries of God. Underneath the tutorage of Overseer David Carpenter, tonight the man of God himself will be preaching the awesome word of God. It will be, he will preach, he will teach, and it will be uplifting to your soul, to your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us one more time. Hallelujah. Overseer, are you there? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Overseer? God bless, God bless. I'm here. Amen. Will you open us up with prayer, Overseer? It's so good to hear your voice online. Praise God. Father God, we thank you once again for letting us join each other on your ministry line. Father God, we thank you for waking us up this morning on due time, touching us with the thing of love, letting us go on in the name of Jesus one more day. Father God, we thank you on this glorious day of yours, that you looked over the sickness, suffering, the alcoholic, the drug addict, and the child that ran away from home, and the child that's been abandoned. And Father God, we thank you for covering them in this hour, this day, and this time. Father God, we also repent for anything that we did that was not right in your eyesight, any dreams or thoughts that we had that were not right in your eyesight. We ask for forgiveness for in the mighty name of Jesus, and we repent. And, Father God, we ask you this evening to come on your ministry line, Father God, yes, and, use, and use the man of God in a mighty way that he may share words with us, Father God, a prophetic word, one that will touch us in the depths of our hearts and mm. empower our minds and our souls Mm-mm-mm. to focus and move and those things that you have predestined for us to move in in our lives. Father God, we thank you. If we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't thank you enough for all you have done, shall do, and will do. But tonight, Father God, we ask you to bless us exceedingly and abundantly, even more than we ever received, that a blessing could fall on us according to your word. And we thank you. And we praise you, we exalt you, we magnify you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Hey, amen. Would you like to do the courtesy of doing the announcements for your line tonight? <laughs> no, I don't, because I don't know what's really going on. So it's all right. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just a little enlightened lady that you are on the line. Amen. I'm very amen. 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 Welcome, 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 welcome. Um, mm, Lady Lex, 
uh, elect Merlin. Welcome, 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 my daughter calling. Welcome, Amen. welcome, welcome, La- lady Amen. elect Merlin. Thank you for joining us also in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, my God, my God. Such an awesome night. Lord Amen. Jesus, we, tonight our announcements are as follows. On every second and fourth Sunday of the month, we have a preacher to come on, a guest preacher to come on and preach and teach the awesome word of God at 7.30 p.m. Yes, we give you a chance to come from your first and your second service. We ask you to join us and to eat one more time tonight. You can never get enough of God's food. God's food fills you up every time you receive it, and it always touches upon a situation in your life. It always opens up some doors, heals some hearts, and teaches it, and opens up some door, um, opens up the doors that you walk through. Lord, you see, you can learn. You can learn. So you can feel better about your life, about the way you're living in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. On the first and the third Wednesday of each month, we have our Wednesday night Bible revival. Re, um, sorry, Wednesday night revival service. We have a guest speaker to come on at 9 p.m. each night. After you've left your Bible study, if you have Bible study on Wednesday, come on and join us online. After you've heard, you've heard the man teach the Word of God, now come here, a man or woman of God, preach and teach the Word of God. Get put to sleep with the Word of God in your, in your heart, in your mind, in your stomach. Come on, come join us at 9 p.m. on Wednesday night. In the mighty name of Jesus, our Bible study will resume soon. At this time, we don't have, not, we don't have a a present date, but we know once it comes back, it's going to be awesome preaching and teaching. So please look, look, um, listen to, uh, listen, come and listen to us, so you can hear when our Bible study will return in September. Please come join us. Now tonight, we not only have the the uh, overseer, the the man that the Lord has given the vision for this line. We have the overseer on this line. But we just have an awesome preacher and teacher that knows the word of God. He walks the word of God. He eats the word of God. He talks the word of God. So now I present the son, and I present to those that do know him, our overseer, the overseer and the visionary of this line, overseer, Pastor David Carpenter. Amen, amen, amen. We thank you for that introduction, Pastor. Um, and first giving honor to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and my Heavenly Father, and to the pastor, Washington, over this line, and to all those dignitaries and all those that are listening to the Word of God tonight, we say good evening. And we thank everyone for joining us, and we thank those that are on their way. As I'm not one for a whole lot of access talk before the word. You can find my assignment tonight on in the book of First Samuel, the third chapter, and I'll be reading from the first to eleventh verse. Then, when everyone has it, please say Amen. That way, I know that you're with me in the Word of God. Tonight, this is a word 
straight from God. God gave it to me for this time and this 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 moment for him Where? to speak it Amen. Amen. And it reads, and the, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. There was no one, there was no open vision. And it came to pass at the time when Eli was lied, was laid down in his place. And his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. Then the Lord called Samuel, and he answered, Here I am, here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I called not. Lie down again. And he went and laid down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou didst call me. And he answered, I called not, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I. For thou didst call me, and Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be, if he called thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called at the other times, as at the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, Speak, but I servant hear. And the Lord said to Samuel, Behold, I will do a thing in Israel, and which both the ears of everyone that hear it shall change. I like to take for a teaching tonight. Amen. Are you recognizing the voice of God? Are you recognizing the voice of God? Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word, Father God. And we ask you in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, to open up our hearts, minds, souls, and our spirits to undertake your word in a mighty and powerful way. Father God, bring us into a place of understanding of your word. Father God, let your man serve and sit down and let you stand up. Let it be more of you than it is of him tonight, Father God. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm that you may bestow upon us a mighty word. And Father God, we bind any spirit that may come across this line in any form, fashion, or way to hinder the word of God or take our vision, our focus, and our vision off of your word in any, in any manner. And Father God, we bind that spirit right now in the mighty name of Jesus, and we rebuke it because you said in your word that which be loose on earth shall be loose in heaven, that which be hmm. in the name of Jesus. So, Father God, we ask that your word just flourish tonight. Amen. Hold on to your word in a mighty way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. 
as the Lord took me on this topic tonight, recognizing the voice of God, he took me into the book of Samuel. Let's just go back and talk a little bit and see what happened. I think one of the most precious things was that it let us know that the word of God was so precious back in those days. And it came to say, and it came to pass in that time that Eli laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was, and Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Here I am, here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou callest me. And he said, I calleth not. Lie down again. And he went and laid down. I just want to talk right there. That that there was so many of us when we first came into the body of Christ that God called us, but we didn't know his voice. As, as Samuel here did not know the voice of God, so were we that we didn't know the voice of God. Because if we look back over our lives, we'll see how many times that we were called into the walk of salvation. But yet we ignored the call that God called on our life at that particular time. Because we were living in the word in the world but didn't know the voice of God. What I want you to perceive is that we pray for people sometimes for God to call on them and talk to them. And we look at why they don't respond because they don't respond because they don't know the voice of God. Mm. And, I, and as this goes on, we're going to find out why they don't know. Mm. So it goes on to say, and the Lord called yet again, and Samuel, Samuel, was well, me. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here I am, for thou calledest me. And he said, I call not, lie down again. And he went and laid down. And the Lord called yet again Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am. I, for thou didst not call me. And he answered, I call not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed in Undam. See, see, we want to stop right there. This is why we didn't hear and know God when he called us the very first time in our lives, because we didn't really know God, and then we didn't know the word of God. This, this, is, this, is, this is such a strong point that I want you to really, those that write things down, write that down, because when you don't know the word, you won't know the voice of God. Because then knowing the word, the word brings you into relationship with him. But if you don't know the word, you don't have no relationship. Amen. You see what I'm saying? And and, and if you don't, if you want to just take it into more, if it's like somebody that you don't know see you because they know you're a friend of a friend and they call your name. And you're walking down the street, you may stop to see who's calling your name, but you don't know them, but they know you through somebody else, and you will not recognize who they are, and you'll keep walking. 
Maybe they're calling somebody else with the same name I got because you don't know them. This is the same thing that when God called on us and we didn't know his word, we couldn't, we couldn't, we couldn't respond to him because we didn't know him. Is anybody with me? Amen. You can't Amen. respond to somebody you don't know. A stranger on the street can run up on you and start running by, calling your name. But if they're a stranger unto you, you will not respond to them calling your name. I don't know them. They ain't calling me. Who are they talking to? And that's the same response that we had when we, when we heard the Lord calling us the very first time in our life to come into the church and come into the salvation. Because even though he chose us, in him choosing us, he chose us out of, and I want you to write this down. He chose us out of relationship with him. He didn't choose you because of relationship. He chose you to bring you into a relationship. Amen. That's powerful itself. For somebody to choose you, to bring you into something, and you don't even know them for them to choose you. Amen. He goes on to tell us, and it says, the Lord, the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here I am, I, for thou didst call me. And Eli perceived that the Lord had called the child. And therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go, lie down, and, <coughs> and it shall be, if he called thee, that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant here. So Samuel went and lay down in that place, and the Lord came and stood and called, as at other times of Samuel, and called Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel answered and, and said, Speak for thy servant here. And the Lord Amen. said to Samuel, Behold, I will do things in Israel, at which both the ears of everyone that heareth shall tingle. Sometimes we need to let the voice of God identify itself. You know, so many people say, the Lord told me, the Lord told me. They never got no confirmation that what they heard really came from the Lord. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because even, even the adversary can imitate the voice of God. Now, somebody might say, well, what are you talking about? How can he imitate it? If we ever, if we, when we go back and we, we those that, that, that are seasoned in the word, well, know this, that when Jesus was in the desert for 40 days, the devil gave him scripture. But the scripture did not, did not add up. Or he took something out that God did not say and added on what he wanted to say. Mm-hmm. And then Jesus said to him that he said one time to him, he said that man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So in order to know God and know the voice of God, you've got to know the word of God. That's why the Bible tells us to study to show thyself approved. A workman who is not ashamed that rightly divides the word of God. Because when we study the word, we'll know the voice of God. 
Mm-hmm. And the thing that, 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 that sometimes we hear voices and we need to do like Gideon did. Then when Gideon heard him, and let's go over to, 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 to hear about what Gideon did. But sometimes we need, we need a sign from God that it is God that said what he said. Ain't nothing wrong with asking for a sign from God. And, and when we go, let's read, let's read about Gideon for a minute. Let's go over to Gideon, Judges, the sixth chapter. And I'll be reading from the 17th to the 22nd verse. In fact, I'm going to read from the 16th on that. But the thing is that sometimes we need, the, we need confirmation that what we hear came from God. Amen. You know, and that's what we, we, have, to, we have to visualize and realize. That that due to the word of God is the only way we want to know the voice of God. Amen. In the, in, in the sixth chapter, this reads, And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smit the Midianites at one, as one man. And he said unto him, If now I have found grace in thy sight, then show me a sign that thou talkest with me. And now you see that. That, that Gideon is saying, okay, if it's you, God, and you talking to me, I need to, I need to see a sign that it's really you. Sometimes we Amen. need evidence to know that the voice we hear is of God. Yes. And you'll see later on, I'm going to go into where you go to a point that you don't need the evidence no more. But at the beginning, sometimes, and, 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 in our early lives of being children of God, we need evidence to know that God is saying what we hear on the ultimate voices that, that come into our minds, that that is God. Amen. And you'll, you'll see later on about growing in Christ, that, that, that you'll, you'll grow past the signs and be able to know, truly know the voice of God because you'll rely on something else that's in you that will that will give you confirmation that it is God. And I don't want to jump up too far, but here Gideon said, okay, give me a sign. And it reads, depart not hence, I pray thee, until I come unto thee. Bring forth my presence, set it before thee, and he said, I will carry until thou comest again. And Gideon went in and made ready a kid, an unleavened cake of an urban of flour. In the flesh he put in a basket, and he put the boil in a pot, and he brought it out unto the under him under the oak and presented it. And the angel of God said unto him, Take the flesh and unleavened cake and laid them up on this rock and pour out the boil, and he did so. And then the angel of the Lord took forth the end of the staff that was in his hand and touched the flesh and the unleavened cake, and there rose up a fire out of the rock and consumed the flesh and the unleavened cake. And then the angel of the Lord departed out of his sight and was giving him proceeded that he was an angel of the Lord, Gideon 
said, I say, O Lord God, for because I have seen an angel of the Lord face to face. He got his evidence that who he was talking to was a representative of God. And what he did, he said, show me a sign that you are who you say you are. Even in our, even in our lives that, that, that we run into, and the Bible tells us that we must be conscious of, of those of entertaining strangers because that stranger may be an angel. But we need to know or have confirmation on who we're entertaining and who they are when they say that God said. There's people in the church that tell you God said this, but where's the evidence? Can you give me evidence that God told you that? Mm. Might be stepping on somebody's feet right now because sometimes we've all had people come to tell them, God said, God said, God said. All right, if God said it, give me some evidence that God told you. Where's the, where's the things that have performed in your life to bring me into a place to believe in what, in what you say God told you to tell me? Amen? And we have to understand that. Amen. Amen? Yeah, I needed somebody to say amen. This saw was still online. I had to kicked off. We we need it. We we need to not just believe what somebody tells us that God said, but we need a form of evidence that God told. And here this is what Gideon did. Gideon said, "All right, I'm gonna do all this. Now you show me." And he showed him. And then Gideon could believe in who he saw now because then he said, "Now I now I know." I had been face-to-face with an angel of God. You need to know whether you've been face-to-face with a true man or woman of God that came to give you a word from God. Because anybody can give you a word. That don't mean it came from God. Amen. Say that again. Don't matter what seat they sit in in the church. What God told me to tell you this don't mean that God told them anything. I've seen I've seen people say God told me to tell you this about your life, and what they told a person didn't have nothing to do with their life. They never even lived that type of life before. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Because sometimes people will tell you stuff because they want to tell you to make you believe that they 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 got a word from God. Mm. 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 And sometimes sometimes we need evidence to those that come to bring a word, and sometimes we need a sign. Let's go over to the same, and I just want to read a little bit from 36 to um, 40. In 36 and 40, it said, And Gideon said unto God, If thou wouldst save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said, behold, I will put a friend of wood in the floor. And if the dew be on the fringe only, it be dry on all the earth beside. 
Then shall I know that thou wilt save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said. So now, now, now Gideon is talking to God. He says, okay, God, you said you're going to do this. But now, I want to know that it's you, because I know if it's you, you can do it. But now, I'm in a place of believing, but I got a little unbelief. Come on, y'all. There's people on this line that, that believe what they hear, but had an unbelief about what they really felt about what they heard. Mm. Amen. If we ever if we ever go back in the scripture that slides up with Jesus when he said he said, Men of little faith, how much longer I'm gonna be with you when they were trying to heal the little boy and they couldn't heal the little boy. And then the boy he talked to the boy's father and the boy's father said something so awesome. He said, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. There's a lot of us that walk and hear the voice of God and believe, but we still have a place of unbelief in us that it is God. Mm-hmm. Amen. And we need to understand, we need to understand that, that, that in that unbelief, we need to be able to reach to God and say, God, I need evidence that it is you. I'm not testing you, Lord, but I just need some confirmation that it is you before I step out. These people tell me, oh, just step out on faith. You can step out on faith and still nothing to come about just because you stepped out on faith. Faith has meant that you had the courage to step out on it. Amen. Everything that person step out on faith, if it ain't God, don't come to pass. Come on now. They just had the they just had the strength and the courage and the faith to step out on it. They stepped out on it, but it wasn't God's time for them to step out. And God may not have told them to go because they didn't confirmate was it God that told them or was it the devil disguising his voice as God? Come on, somebody. Mm. The Bible lets us know that the devil will imitate everything of God. Mm-hmm. And if we have read the book of Job, we know that, that he disguised himself to walk in before God, looking like the rest of the angels when they went before God, when, when the challenge came up about Job. So deception is not, is not something that, that he didn't even deceive those. His deception went through the gate with the rest of the angels, and they walked with him like he was an angel. He deceived them. Why can't he deceive you? Then it, then it might have not have been a deception on their part, and they just let him come in from the go before God and do what he had to do. But I'm just saying, we need to know and have the evidence. Let's go read a little more about Gideon. So then Gideon said, and it was so. So he rose up early on the, on the mountain and, tr- and trusted the fence together and wring the dew out of the fence in a bowl full of water. And Gideon said unto God, Let not thy anger be not be hot against me, and I will speak but this once. Let me fool, I pray thee, for this once with the friends. Let it now be dry only up on the fringe and up on all the ground, and let there be dew. And here, here he got the first evidence he wanted. But some, sometimes 
we we are just like Gideon. We want more evidence. Mm-hmm. We want more evidence that it is God. And he said, he said, don't don't be angry, don't be hot with me, Lord, because I want some more evidence. And sometimes we need more evidence because of our unbelief. Mm-hmm. Well, God, you showed me that, but I still, my spirit still don't feel right that it was really you. So I need you to do this too, if it is you, God. And here, let's go back and read a little more about Gideon. And here, and God did so that night. For it was drop on the friends only, and there was dew on all the ground. Ain't that something that, that God would give a double confirmation when it's in? And we need to understand that there's nothing wrong with asking God to give confirmation that it is in. Whatever sign it is, it's going to be justified inside of you, the move to do what God has called you to do. God is Amen. able to, to give you that justification and that confirmation to go ahead, to, to say, okay, you need this done, I'm going to do it this way. You need it to be done this way, I'll come back, I'll do it this way. Because I need you to be able to do what I want you to do, and I need you to walk in true faith in what you do for me. Amen. And the thing is, I want you to believe and trust that it is me. Yes, Lord, yes. So whenever we, we, we hear that, that God says, God says, then we want God. We want to know, to know, to know, to know, to know that it is God. And whatever, whatever things that we need God to move in to give us the evidence that it is him, there's nothing wrong with it. You heard what Gideon said, you know, because all that means that we're on that level. See, this is another level that Gideon was on. That that I needed I needed to see with my eye to believe. One thing about born according to grace and mercy, that that we can come to a place that even in our faith, what God says is so awesome. He said, "Faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not seen." That we don't need no evidence to know that God is going to do it because of the faith that we have in God that we don't have to see it for we, for us to know it's being done. Mm. And that's the same way that we grow to that point to, to know when God tells us something, that I don't have to have evidence from God that it is him. I just need to go and do what I, got, what I do. And, and, and what people have grown to say, that whatever the devil meant for my bad, God will make it for my good. Yes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So even if it wasn't God that told me to do it, but it was a good thing that I went and did, God will make it for my good. Hmm. Because, see, when you really know the voice of God, you know one thing, and we're going to get into it in a minute, that God is never going to tell you nothing that's not good to do. Amen. He ain't going to tell you to go down there and cuss somebody out in the church. He ain't going to tell you to go down there and abuse your brother verbally or your sister verbally. He's not. When the Lord told me to tell you this, and you need to get yourself straight. And God ain't telling people to come down there and chastise you. Amen. 
Because if that's it, then then if God is calling them to come chastise you, then why does God say that he chastises those that he loves? It didn't say man. It said God chastises those that he loves. Mm-hmm. If, it's just, if, it's, if, if a person needs to come to chastise me, it's because it's them. It ain't God. Amen. Because God told me in this word, he says, I chastise those that I love. He didn't say, I sent a man to chastise you because I love you. He said, it says, God chastises. It says, God chastises. It says, God chastises those that he loves. So it's God that Amen. comes to chastise. Amen. And this is where we have to understand that, that any instructions from God are uh, it's only instructions of doing good unto one another. Let's go over to Second Timothy and, and give some confirmation. In Second Timothy, uh the third chapter. Second Timothy, the third chapter. Second Timothy third chapter, I've been reading from the sixteenth and seventeenth verse. We have to understand that, that that when the word when the voice of God comes and speaks to us, we need to be able to recognize that that is God. And the recognition that we know is God because God is not going to speak other than what his word says because the word of God is truly the voice of God. Mm. And yes, even though people people say that they they get voices called to them ultimately, you know what I'm saying. But still, a voice that you hear, you need to be able to, the voice needs to be able to line up with the word of God. God is not going to speak outside of His word. Amen. And God is not going to tell you to do something that's going to be wrong or misunderstood by the person that you go do it to. There's no way that God can tell you to go do this and do that, and then it's misunderstood or taken in the wrong way. The only, ones that sold, the only ones in the Bible that saw what Jesus did that was taken in the wrong way because they were, the, they were not the chosen children of God. If you've been Amen. chosen by God, and the Holy Spirit derived is in you, there's nothing that God has sent somebody to tell you that you won't have an understanding and be able to line up with. Because the word of God that's in you is going to line up with the word that you hear. And you'll know it from, you'll know it from God because the one that will give you the confirmation that it is from God is the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we... When we talked a little earlier, and now we open the New Testament, I just want to give you a better understanding that that Samuel or Gideon didn't have the Holy Spirit. So when they heard the voice of God, they, it, 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 it was, they needed evidence. Mm-hmm. And, and who I'm talking to right now is those that are still children in Christ. That y'all need evidence that it is God. But truly, the seasoned ones that have been walking with God should not should have grown to a level that they know when it is God and they know when it's not God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because they rely on that which is in them to give them confirmation that, that it is God. It says one thing, the spirit knows the things of the spirit, and the flesh knows the things of the flesh. 
anything that comes from the devil that wants to that, that wants to imitate or make you believe that it is the voice of God will line up with your flesh and not your spirit. Amen. Can I, can I tell you all that again? If it ain't from God, when it's from God, it's going to line up with your spirit. When it's from the devil, it's going to line up with your flesh. Mm. Amen. Amen. So when you know the voice of God and you know the instructions of God and the word of God, it'll line up with your spirit. But when it's outside and you think that voice is of God, it'll line up with your flesh. Mm. Because your flesh would automatically come in agreement that it is God. Mm. Amen. Over here in the third chapter, Second Timothy, it reads, and I want you to catch this, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned and has been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them. And and here it's telling us to know. And and when we know the word of God, we know and we're at an assurance that, that that the things that we need to perceive in our daily children lives has to line up with the word of God. Amen. And I don't have to worry about doing it because I'm assured because of that which I learned and been learning from the beginning is in me, and it assures me that what I'm walking in, it is of God. Amen. Because it lines up with God. And he goes on to say, in that from a child, God has known the Holy Scripture, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. And when it says child here, I want you to understand the word child is talking about the, us that are still children in Christ. See, we, at one time, we all were a child in Christ. Today, some of us have grown in our maturity, and then some people that look like they've grown in maturity are still children. Mm. Because when you have to use the elementary principles or understand the voice of God, you have not grown to the maturity in Christ Jesus yet to know to know, to know that that's God that told me to do something. That was the voice of God. Amen. Because it lined up. You know what I'm saying? My spirit came in agreement right away, and that's how I knew it was God. Amen. Because one thing we, you have to understand about the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that it would do no other than what the Father has taught it or told it to do. So so that means that, that truly it's the Holy Spirit that really knows the voice of God. And when it when it hears it and it's spoken to you, the Holy Spirit automatically comes in agreement to lead you in what God said. Let me show you why. Let me show you why. So it goes on to say, Amen. In all scripture. Amen. Hello? Amen. 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 Hey, amen. Amen, amen, overseer. Amen, overseer. Amen, amen. Somebody, somebody's on the line with us. Mhm. Amen. Oh, okay, I just heard him come in. Hey, yeah. God bless you. I brought him in. God bless you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're we're in Second Timothy, the third chapter, and we're reading. We're in the sixteenth verse. 
And for those who just came on, we're talking about knowing and recognizing the voice of God. That's our topic tonight, knowing and recognizing the voice of God. Okay, Second Timothy. Third chapter, 16th verse. So here we are. And it says, all scripture is given by inspiration of God. And it's profitable for doctrine, for the reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness. So God gives us the word of God to instruct us, all right, to be reproved. And, and where the correction comes in, that it can be corrected enough to, to see the fulfillment of the right way to receive the, the word and our daily walk. When we go back over in the book of Habakkuk, that when Habakkuk got the vision, he said that I had to wait to talk with the Lord again. I'm just paraphrasing. He had to walk to talk to the Lord again to make sure that he got the vision right and be corrected in the way that he thought, that he may have seen it, but it wasn't the right way that he saw it, that God had to correct him into what he was talking about. Amen. Sometimes we have to wait on the Lord that, that when God speaks to us, that we wait for the instructions, and then what we, what we tend to don't really understand what God is saying, that we ask God to give us the full, the full understanding of what he's saying. And that way we can be corrected in our, in our understanding of what we thought that God said. Amen. So he goes on to say, for instruction and righteousness, the man of God may be perfect. And the word perfect here means equipped. That that God wants to equip us to be able to do his good will. And and, 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 yeah. and let me just go on to that. That that he says, and thoroughly fur, fur, furnished unto all good works. God wants us to be able to talk to us, lead us, we move in his voice and take heed to what he says that we can do the good works of the Lord. Amen. And this is why I said Amen. earlier that, that you you know the voice of God because God ain't going to tell you nothing that ain't good to do. Amen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? God ain't going to tell you yeah. to go down there and, 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 and tell somebody off and go for the Spirit and let me come down here and give you a piece of my mind. Uh-uh. That ain't God. That's that ain't God. God. God ain't gonna God, God God like I said earlier, God doesn't send us to go chastise people because God says in his word that he chastises those that he loves. He does it, not me. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so don't come telling me the Lord told me to come tell you off or tell you this and I'll rebuke you and say, No, he didn't, that was you, so go ahead and do it. For so sure. you gonna have a good you want to give a, you yeah, have to give accountability, and there's two accountabilities you want to give: one for using God and say He said it, and the other one for doing what you took what the devil done told you to come out there and do. Mm-hmm. And this is this is when we where we recognize the voice of God because the voice of God is always going to line up with the Word of God. It's always going to line up with the mentality and the character of Christ Jesus. Who did Jesus Amen. ever tell off? 
Jesus never told anybody off with the Pharisees and the Sadducees. Mm-hmm. He never, you never see what Jesus went off on any of the Christian people or, or, or people that were following him and walking in what he was teaching. He never went off on them. Amen. Even when even when he wanted to straight out Peter, he never he never went off on Peter. When Peter on the day that, that Peter said when he said who who did they say I am? And he said, You the son of the living God. Five steps later he would be he had to rebuke Peter because he said he was going he was on his road on his way to the cross to, to the cross and he said, I rebuke you Satan. He didn't say he didn't never say, I rebuke you, Peter. He said, I rebuke you Satan. Amen. Amen. Hmm. Amen. He knew who was using him. You now. got to know. You got to know the good works that God has sent you to do by the voice of God that leads you to go do. Yeah. Recognize. As I talk again, recognize the voice of God. Know the voice of God from the adversary that may trick you that it is the voice of God. Yeah. Let's go, over, let's, go over, let's go over. Let's go over the. Let's go over the Titus, the first chapter and the second verse. Titus. What was it again over there? Titus. Titus, the first chapter. Okay, I got it. And the second verse. Yeah, you right next door. Mm-hmm. And it reads. And it reads. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's just read the. Uh, let's read, read one and two. And Paul, a servant of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, according to the faith of God elect, and acknowledging acknowledging of the truth, which is after godliness, and a hope of eternal life, which God that cannot lie promised before the world began. Know this: that there's not nothing that God is going to tell you to do that's going to be a lie. Amen. God ain't going to tell you something and don't perform it. Say it. God ain't going to tell you to go down there and lay hands on these people and he's not going to perform them being healed. God ain't going to tell you to go give a word to somebody that's not going to be manifested. And this is what we have to understand, that whatever God tells us to do, he is faithful. Can I say that again? He is faithful to bring about the promises that will proceed out of your mouth over anybody. You know how people want to speak over your life all the time? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, 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 got, you got to know who you're going to receive to speak over your life. Yes. Because this is well, this is well. You you can't let everybody speak over your life because everybody ain't speaking from the promises of God. Hallelujah! Don't the let everybody. The thing about it, we all want to hear sweet and, and beautiful words spoken over us, but we need to understand that that the promises of God is the things that are spoken over our lives, and if they're not speaking according to the promises in the Word of God, then 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 they're not speaking from God. Amen. It's the word that needs to be spoken over our lives. Yes. That we know it is God. See, because when the word of God is spoken over your life, you know it is the voice of God that's being spoken to you. 
The Bible says that, and I'll say it again. The Bible says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that is spoken out of the mouth of God. So that means that everything that's spoken out of the mouth of God is what brings about the promises of God in your life. And God is not a God that can lie. He will not lie to you about what he's what he going to do. And we got to understand that, that God sometimes is going to speak to people because he, everybody don't see the, hear them ultimate voices. But whatever somebody tell you that God said, it's going to line up with the word of God. Amen. Amen. Recognize. Recognize the voice of God. And how do we recognize the voice of God? That we study the word of God to know the voice of God. God is not going to speak outside of his word to you about something that he needs you to do in his kingdom. My Lord. We are the vessels. We are the working vessels of God. And God can only work through us as the working vessels on the earth to do his will. Yes. Let's go over to John, the 10th chapter. John 10, 27 verse. We have to really understand that we need to know the voice of God. And we need to, and we need to discern those that are that come to us that are not that tell us it is God but it ain't. Amen. 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 Every Amen. And, and, and let me tell you something. Everybody don't have a discerning spirit. So sometimes we need to go to God and ask God could he release a discerning spirit to us. Mm. Amen. Yeah. Because the Bible says ask not, receive not. So if you never ask for the discerning spirit, you'll never get it. Mm-hmm. Amen. Because some people are in the church today deserting people from a natural spirit and not a spiritual spirit. Mm, Jesus. Mm. Come on now, say that again. <laughs> say now, that. I discern this. Well, if you discern it, how, what spirit was, was in you to discern it? And how does the discerning spirit operate? Now, the discerning spirit operates to the Holy Spirit, which it says over there in, first, in John 1, it says, no, let no other spirit but the Holy Spirit or the learning teach you, because it will teach you those things that are right and those things that are not. Amen. And, and the Holy Spirit will teach you those things that people come to say that if it ain't from God, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit will lead you that, that didn't come from God. Yeah. Because I'm in you. And being I'm in you, I know the things of God. And that word that just came, you see, it ain't agreeing with me, so it shouldn't agree with you. Have you ever been vexed in your spirit about somebody coming and say something to you and say the Lord said or 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 or, or trying to convince you that they got it in, in a good way, but, but your spirit was not in agreement with what they said? And yes. Yes. And, and 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 when that happens, that lets you know that it ain't from God. Because when God gives you something, there's going to be a joy, and there's going to be there's going to be a pleasure. The one that you receive that thing from God. 
But if you feeling vexed and you feeling upset about what you just heard, hey, it didn't come from God. Amen. 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 Let's just let's let's talk a little bit as I get ready to close this out. In in the tenth John ten twenty seven verse, Jesus said this: My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. The most powerful thing is that that we have to understand that the only way that you know the voice of God or the voice of Jesus, and he says it right there, if you belong to Jesus. Amen. Everybody, everybody that you see don't belong to Jesus, but say, but, and, and don't know the voice of Jesus or the voice of God. Mm-hmm. Because the Bible says that one thing Jesus said, that my sheep know my voice, and another one they will not follow. Mm. And why they will not follow another voice? Because it's the Holy Spirit in you that will lead you to the voice of God. The Bible says over, over in um, Romans, the first chapter, it says, those who are led by my spirit are my children. If we're led by the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will always take us to the voice of God. Amen. I can hear, some, I can hear background for somebody. Anyway, you can just put your phone on mute. No, I'm still here. Oh, okay. So the thing about it that if you rely and allow the Holy Spirit to be that which is supposed to be in you, it will always lead you to the voice of God. Yeah. Because the only yeah. people that can move and be led to the voice of God are those that have been chosen by God. Mm-mm. And the Bible says many, many, many shall come, but few are chosen. Those that are chosen by God will know the voice and will know the, the things of God. Yeah. To be led, that will be led to God by knowing the voice of God. Jesus said it. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice, and another one they will not follow. He said, anybody, another voice could call them, but they're not going because they know my voice. Why do they know his voice? Because they were chosen by him. Amen. And if you're chosen by him, that means you are operating in the things of Christ. And I go back to that. That's why the Bible says study. Study to show yourself approved. A workman who's not ashamed that can, that will rightly divide the word of God. As you study the word of God, you come to know the voice of God much more better than you did from the beginning. And the thing about it, that when you when you start knowing the voice of God, then you don't have to worry about that scripture where he says, your ways are not my ways and your thoughts are not my thoughts because now that you're in a relationship, you know the voice of God, your ways will become his ways and your thoughts will become the thoughts of God. Amen. Tonight, just wanted to share what God had in his word with you. Recognize the voice of God. Know the voice of God 
by reading and studying your word because it's, because the voice of God will always line up with the word of God. Amen? Amen. 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 Heavenly Father, we, we thank you for that word tonight. We thank you. We hope that it touched somebody and bring them to a better understanding of who you are and what you are. And Father God, mm-mm-mm. Father God, I just thank you. If I have thousands of times, I couldn't thank you enough for this word tonight. Because this is well that you used me as the vessel to speak it. You said some things to me that I need to take heed to according to knowing your word and, and being able to know your voice and being able to walk in the things that you call and have called me to lead me in in your kingdom. So we thank you, we praise you, and we exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Overseer. We thank you for the powerful word of God that you just brought. Father God, at this time, Lord Jesus, we ask you, Father God, for all that the Overseer poured out, Father God, for all that he gave us tonight, Father God, Lord Jesus, that you will restore back to him, Father God. He didn't just preach the word of God tonight, Lord Jesus. He also taught the word of God, Lord Jesus. He he did a Bible study and a preaching tonight, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, Lord Jesus. Lord, we ask you, Father God, to keep him covered with your blood, Father God, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Father God. Lord Jesus, that whatsoever that you, he endeavor, Father God, is unto you, Father God, that you will fulfill it, Father God. Lord, we ask you, Father God, to for a financial blessing, Father God, in, in, the the God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We ask you to keep those pockets full, Father God, for your word, for your glory, Father God, as he goes about taking care of your business. Father God, we ask you to order his steps in the mighty name of Jesus. Keep his steps ordered, Father God, as he goes about with the vision on his mind, Father God. And he goes about, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Doing your will, Father God, your work, Lord Jesus. And Lord Jesus, for all the things, Father God, that he endeavors to do, Father God, we just ask, Father God, that you will walk with him, Father God. Walk with the mighty name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you again for coming online and giving us an awesome preaching, teaching our word. In your precious name, we do pray. We give you honor. We give you praise. And we give you glory. Amen. 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 <laughs> so I have to walk you through what's next. You already know what's next. Over. Amen, amen. We are, we're, we're going to open the line for anyone that may not know Christ. And we're just calling on them. We hope that you heard a word tonight that will open up your heart to give your life over to Christ. So the doors of salvation are open to anyone that would like to give their life over to Christ. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. We thank God that this may not be your time, this not may be your hour to give your life over to Christ, but we ask you in due season, when that day comes, that you will find your Bible-teaching church, one that will teach you the Word of God, the prophetic Word of God, and all that you do. 
and according to God's will in your life, that you will find that house where you'll be able to get to the true word of God, to walk in your salvation and war. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Is there anyone on the line tonight who would like prayer? Anyone on the line that would like prayer tonight? I thank you, Sister Nadine, Sister Sally. How you doing? God bless. Thank you for tuning me in for that word. Uh, it was a powerful message um, to me, and I constantly need prayer. And yes, I would like for uh, you to keep me in prayer tonight and always. Uh, you know, Satan does. I'm gonna pray for you right now. Yes, I'm pray for you right now. Oh, yeah, because he's around. He's around me, but he can't touch me, but he's around. I have, I got my armor on today, but it never takes away that I need prayer because, like, without him, it's no me. I have to keep the faith. But prayer, they work. You know, I know the blessings come down, and, yes, I would desire for you to pray for me. Is there anything specific that you'd like him to pray for you for? Uh, my my same prayer all the time for <clears throat> his will for my life, you know, the power and the strength to do it and withstand the things that he has for me to do that aren't always easy, but I have to stay on that path and do it. I just, like, pray for God's will for my life. With, with that, I can't go wrong, and I can only do what is assigned for me to do, nothing more nothing less, and I shouldn't want any more or less than what the Holy Spirit has for me. And I pray for that. I pray for obedience to do his will as he would have it for my life and to guide my path and be my light, you know, because um, that's what I need. You know, I need God right now. You know, I need him every day. But, yeah, I see Satan swarming around me a little bit. He got things going on in his mind, but I stepped on his head for prayer. Yeah, it answers all things. Amen. Overseer. Father God, we come to you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we come in agreement with the request that the woman of God needs a healing, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, by the, by the power and destiny by your son, Jesus Christ, I pour out a healing unto our mind, body, soul, and spirit. Father God, we bind those things that have come against any form, fashion, or way. For your word says, yeah. for us to bind those things on the earth. And mm, hallelujah, you told us to loosen those things that are on earth in heaven and bind those things on heaven and, and on the earth and heaven. So we bind and release those spirits right now that have come against yes. any form, fashion, or way, Father God. Father God, we call it to fall a new, a fresh, a fresh anointing onto our life right now, Father God. Father God, that you open up the doors uh, that need to be opened. Father God, you know you know what you have instructed according you have what you have predestined for our life for her to do according to your will and your purpose in our life. Father God, we call on you to do so. Father God, we also stretch and ask you to stretch your hand out to those family members that are so dear to our heart, Father God, that need, that have had her step in the gateway in prayer for the things to financially happen in their lives, Father God, 
for them to be drawn into the house of God, Father God, those that she has cared for and prayer over sicknesses and, and other things that have taken place in, in, in their lives, Father God, as she, been the, as she has been the anchor in her family all these years. So, Father God, we ask that you strengthen that anchor and that you bring the fast and bring the, the foe all the requests that she has made unto you. For you said in your word, Father God, ask not, receive not. So, Father God, we ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus. You said, Father God, you let us know in your word Mm-mm-mm. that those things that we ask for in the name of Jesus shall be given unto us by Jesus according to your will and your purpose in our lives. So, Father God, we thank you. We praise you and we exalt you. And we just ask you to touch the woman in a mighty and powerful way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 You you need to you need to just keep your faith and keep believing. And keep and don't stop asking. Don't stop asking until God show it to you. You hear me, woman of God? Yes, I do. I've been yeah, quiet. Don't, let, don't don't let nobody tell you. You don't need to keep asking for the same thing over. You keep asking for the same thing Amen. over until you until you see Amen. it. And people and people don't read scripture. It says that in scripture you that they went before God and they kept asking and asking and asking and asking until they see it. If they would have never seen it, they would have never came out out of out of Egypt. If they didn't keep praying. For God to send somebody to lead them out of Egypt, Moses would have never came. So you keep praying. You keep praying to God until you see what you've been asking God to show you. Amen. 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 That's why I'm, I'm asking for the vision of what he has for my assignment because I'm here for his purpose. On purpose. Amen. And I know that, you know, sometimes I got to walk alone. It ain't always easy. But I had to do, like, what it is to do because I've let too many things in. It distorts, like, what I'm trying to receive. Anything that keeps you anything that keeps you from God, got to go. Amen. That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. It doesn't worth it, you know, for me to lose my glory, gaining any fame from man. Confirmation. 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 Hallelujah. Confirmation. Confirmation. Amen. Confirmation. Amen. Confirmation. Amen. On what we talked about earlier. Over here. I like to have prayer for my family as a whole. Father God, we come to you now on behalf of Pastor Nadine Riley Washington, Father God. Father God, we ask that you embrace her family right now, Father God. Father God, you you know the things that that are occurring in the structure of that family life, Father God. 
Father God, we ask that you apprehend them things that are not of you. And Father yes. God, that you strengthen those things that are off, that are of you that are proceeding inside the family circle right now. And Father yes. God, we ask that you bring a more comforting spirit and a more spirit of unity to be formed in that family circle right now, Father God. Father God, Father God, you know where the division is in the family. Father God, let that division cease and let it come and let it be, be let it come back together like old. Because at one time in the old, it was just one circle of happy people. Let that circle be resaturated. And we form right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. Mighty Jesus. And Father God, we ask that the spirit of connection be poured out on the family. Yeah, yeah. And the spirit and the spirit to move and one accord be poured out on the family right now in the name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, that you lift them up to be able to move in all that you have called them to move in. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, God. And Father God, we thank you. Yes, Lord. We thank you in a mighty way, Father God. Thank you. That you move with them in doing what needs to be done. Let your blessings flow, Father God. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let your blessings flow. Yes. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Something about the name Jesus. Yes. In the mighty name of Jesus. Yes. Let your blessings flow on their lives right now. Yes. And we bind and we bind those spirits that have come against us. And Father God, we can't for the Holy Ghost to arrest those spirits right now. In the mighty name yes. of Jesus, Father God. And we plead the blood of Jesus over our family right now from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. And Father God, yes. that the rich and that they seek out the riches that are in Christ Jesus that may be formulated and be formed. And Father God, we ask that you put the whole family back on a part of wheel and start the yes. reshaping them and reforming them into what you happen to be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 There's a special prayer that I ask. I ask for our mutual friend. A special prayer for our mutual friend and our mutual relationship between the three of us. In between the four of us. In the mighty name of Jesus Lord. Jealousy between the father. You know our mutual friend. I ask you right now, Father God, Lord Jesus, you'd have him to pour out his heart into this prayer if he knows what I'm talking about and whom I'm talking about, Father God. So, Lord Jesus, on behalf of the both of us, I'm just standing in need of this prayer. Amen. So we ask you right now to be over Yes, Father. How In the name of Okay, you were asking me to pray for somebody? Pray for our mutual friend. Oh, Father God, we call on you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, we ask you to touch that 
that person that she's talking about that has been in fellowship and unity with us as being brothers and sisters in Christ. Father God, you know more about what the pastor needs to hear and needs to see take place in that person's life, Father God. Father God, you said one thing. When two or three come in agreement, Father God, that you are in the midst. So, Father God, we come in agreement with her that that what I cannot know and what I cannot see that is needed, Father God. But on behalf of the pastor, one to make a pledge before you, I come in agreement with that pledge because of the type of woman of God that I know that she did. So, Father God, we ask you that you will establish that thing right now. And you will bring the form in that person's life, Father God. Whatever it may be that they need, Father God, that you reestablish it. And, Father God, and you cover them with a fresh anointing, Father God. And, Father God, that you give them a spirit of direction and a spirit of wisdom to know what. Way to go. The Bible says, lean not to your own understanding, but acknowledge God is on your ways, and he will direct your path. Father God, direct your path right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. Because, Father God, you told us to make our request known to you. So we're making our request known to you, Father God. Father God, bless us. Father God, we ask that you reestablish our footsteps. For you said the footstep of a righteous man is set by you. You establish our footsteps right now, Father God. Father God, let your your peace that surpasses all understanding rule, reign, and abide. That spirit that protects the heart and the mind, let it rule, reign, and abide in her right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we thank you. Father God, we count all things that have been said and been spoken over this situation to be done. Yes, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 That's been on my mind today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And I said I need to bring it to you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, In the name of Jesus. Overseers, you'd like to do a corporate prayer. It's not been good for everybody that, that didn't get the chance to say anything or is not asking for prayer. And for those that, that are silent on the line, and that we just like to pray for them, you know. Just a corporate prayer, please. Amen. 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 Father God, we reach out to you right now. And we ask you to touch those that had a desire to come and those that that had a, that were here and didn't get, get a chance to say anything. Father God, we ask that you lift them up right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, you know their needs, you know their wants, and you know their desires, Father God. And we just ask you right now, in Jesus' mighty name, Father God, that you provide those things in their lives. Father God, we pray for healing to take place across across their bodies, minds, souls, and spirits. Father God, we just ask you, in the mighty name of Jesus, to perform these things and to cover them, Father God, in this season, in all your ways. 
in the name of Jesus, Father God. And Father God, we thank you. We thank you. We praise you and we exalt you. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you, listeners. Every time we ask those in the line, if they would give our overseers a a remark, that we give share remarks to encourage him in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. An encouraging word for our overseer. Oh, see, you know I'm always ready. Well, go ahead. I'm just go ahead and give your encouraging word, all right? Oh, my God. I, I, I love the word of God that you gave tonight. Are you recognizing the voice of God? I mean, wow. That, that, that's so deep. And, and matter of fact, that was in, we had that in the church today. He talked about that in church. Uh, Pastor Stokes. And, and he told us that as, as baby Christians, when we first when we first start when we first get saved and come back under the cloth, how we don't recognize the voice of God, and and it's not that we want to ignore it, but we just don't we just we just don't understand it. So we, it's not that we don't want to respond to it, but we don't know the word of God. Amen. He told us that we need to know the word of God for ourselves, and. Mm, and we need to have a personal relationship with God for ourselves, not just through our passes, but we have to have that personal relationship with God for ourselves. We have to know that word, to be able to recognize that voice. Because what, what did the word just say? My sheep Amen. hear my voice. My sheep, and they know me. They know me. And you said that, that, that indwelling, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, and that was awesome. That was awesome. That's an awesome word. That's an awesome word. You said, and ask, you said to ask the, ask the Lord, to the ask the Lord, and you said, wait a minute, as, as the word, as the word lines up with the Holy Ghost within us, you know, as the word lines up within us, the Holy Ghost, he speaks to us. And, and I don't think people realize that in order to put the Holy for the Lord to speak to you, you have to be in that word. You have to be. You gave it to us. You, but they must be in the word. We must be in the word. You told us that God chose us to be in a relationship with him. We think that we chose God, but you say, no, it was God that chose us. Amen. And, and, and it's a we have to keep in mind that there's nothing wrong with asking God to give us justification of what it is he is saying to us. Now, that right there, that's a sermon within itself. There is nothing wrong, nothing wrong with asking God to give us justification of what he is saying to us. I know, I, I, I know when I talked to you on the phone and I, and I heard your voice, I said, he's going to come tonight, and he's not just going to come with the words. But he's going to come with a point, and he's going to come up with a scripture to back up everything he has. And that's, that's that's one thing I love about being underneath your covering and, and hear your preaching and teaching how you how you directed me and guided me and mentored me. And I, I just say thank you. Amen. I say thank you. And I pray that others that are on the line listen listen Amen. to the man of God. 
This to the man of God, he's not God, but God uses him in a mighty and powerful way. Amen. 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 I, 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 I got a lot from when you did let me in. I got that understanding because that's just where I'm at, confirmation that I need to keep listening because it's strong. It's strong. And, like, I know I'm being tested. And all mm-hmm. that is still because I know wherever lies ahead of me, God is already there. Amen. I know that it's covered. Like you said, if I listen, I'll know when to go and to meet him there. I don't have to move. I don't have to do anything. But he can't fight the battle for me if I'm not there. So I got to be there, but I don't have to fight to win. He already died for me. I'm already a victory. So I know that in order to do what I do, I need that word. And that word was powerful because without the word of God, we ain't going to be here no kind of way. Nothing's going to do anything. Every time I go on my own steps, I bump my head. When I get yeah. back on the path, follow what he has for me, I don't bump anything. Not even a bump in the road. It's smooth sailing. It's not perfect because he has things that have to be challenged by, and it's not what it is. It's how I deal with it, and I take it to him. So that message was right what I needed to hear, and it wasn't by chance because I'm actually on the road which is why I'm not talking a whole lot. But I'm listening because in the word the overseer was speaking and reading, I got a message. Amen. I heard the word. I was quiet because I was listening to the overseer. But through him, the words that he said, I got what God wanted me to hear just now. So I was quiet because I had to receive it. And at the same time, I know that Satan be swimming on me because he sees with the, like the car that almost hit me. Mm. I just had to go in the lane with the stripes on it because he's trying to get me. And he know I got that word. He's trying to scare me. I'm not worried about this car. I'm not worried about that car. None of it. But God is the great I am. Amen. He gave me life on purpose for a purpose. So there's nothing Satan can do unless I give him the power, and he don't work for me. Amen. So I thank you for reiterating that. I wrote down the scriptures. I actually stopped. When I get home, I'm going to read them again, and I'm going to thank you over here again, and I'm going to be on my knees again, and I'm going to thank you over here again, and then I'm going to read it, and I bet. I don't bet. I don't have to. I know the Lord will reveal to me. Amen. 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 Thank you. That's that's a reminder. Because sometimes we get out of listening and we get into doing and talking, and I'm I'm favored for that. And I understand that God does too. But He puts me where I got to be. And right now I need to be here that I need to go and and have that talk, listen a little bit.
you know, um, have to be open to receive it. So that's why when I get quiet, I get quiet because, you know, I, I got that, and I got that I need to read those scriptures that Overseer brought to me today, and he's going to talk to me some more. So that's all I was asked today was for his will for my life. I've had a couple of things I had to do. Uh, somebody called upon me to do something twice today, and one of them I didn't want to do, but, you know, that voice that says, I got you because this is what I got you to do. You bring me to it, you bring me to it, no matter what I feel. I just want to continue to do what it's so it's for me to do. And I'm being honest, sometimes it's hard to do it, because sometimes things are killing us that we should let go. We should let it go. But you got to let it go, and I give it to God. Amen. And clear. Amen. So I thank you for that, for that word. Overseer. Amen. 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 And we thank everybody for their we thank everyone for their words of encouragement. And um just I, I just look forward to y'all joining me in September. I'm gonna be doing Bible study. I'm gonna be doing a word on Saturdays. Um, I'm gonna make it try to make it a time where everybody, after they do their running around, could come in, and it's gonna be an open line. I'm gonna even have a moment where there's certain things that people may have questions about in the Word of God that we'll be able to go in and talk about them too. So, I, I really wanna take the time going into the next couple of months <clears throat> to bring people into a real understanding of the Word of God. Amen. That that they'll be able to walk more upright in the Word of God and be able to do the things that God has really given them to do. So we thank you for the words of encouragement. Amen. In a mighty way. Um, thank you. I guess we're gonna go on and close out now. Um, again, we we thank everyone for joining us. Those that were here. Uh, we do we do record this message, so look for it on Pastor Nadine Rowley's page, or look for Amen. it on my page, Pastor David Carpenter's page, and you'll be able to share it with somebody that that wasn't here, or someone that you might want to hear this word and may be able to help them um, draw themselves into a more intimate relationship with God by knowing the true voice of God. So with that, we're going to go ahead and give the benediction and close out. Again, we love everyone. As we always say on this line, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We love you. And we just pray right now that everyone have a blessed and wonderful night. We ask for God to distribute his angels around your bed that they may cover you until the morning hour when God touches you with the thing of love to wake you up for another day in this glorious and wonderful kingdom to be able to walk and give honor and glory unto the name of Jesus. And we just thank you. We praise God. And we exalt him that all that's been asked shall be done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.
And as I always say, in closing out the line, smooches. We love you. We love you. All right. Love you, love you, love you. Amen. Thank you. We see you. God bless. Good night. All right. God bless. Everyone. Good night. Good night, Lady Lex. Good night. God bless. Good night. Good night, Sally. Good night.
it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.